0: So, 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 so. And on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head podcast. It is a magical Monday here in the studio as I record and uh, just getting back from a short little stint up to Mount Baldy, California for a Five Points Gathering. It's got a little refreshing nature time in and uh, got to mix it up with some friends and hear some good music. And yeah, happy to reconnect. If you guys aren't spending time in nature, it's for me, every time I do it, it's such a reconnection and. You know, you see these uh, I'm sure you guys have seen these like memes and things where it talks about the person going to the doctor and they're sick and the doctor says, "Okay, go spend a week in nature, eat lots of vegetables, come back and see me in three weeks, that kind of thing. It definitely does. It, It does something to you. We know it resets your your internal clock. Uh, there's a lot of goings ons that happen when we spend some time, spend time in nature that I don't think a lot of people really fully get. And of course in our society, it's so easy to never spend any time in nature. So yeah, if you're not out there, hope you get out there, make sure to get some vitamin D and yeah, just get some time among the trees. It is the best antidepressant and, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my advice. That's my me, uh, medical advice for today. <laughs> Hope it works for you guys as well as it works for me. Before I get into today's episode, I would like to take a moment to read a review on iTunes. And this one comes from Michi Witchy. Mitchie Witchy said, "Thank you. I love this podcast. It always seems to make me feel a little better. Whether it's something said during the podcast or just the knowledge that despite the chaos of the world, that my fellow positive heads are trying to manifest good vibes and love. Brandon, thank you for bringing us all together and for sharing your light and love. The world can feel extremely lonely at times, but this podcast makes me feel like I have energy, family everywhere. Oh, well, that is a wonderful feeling. I agree, Mitchie Witchy. Thank you for taking the time to connect." Uh, it certainly uh, lifts my spirits when you give m- when you guys give me feedback on iTunes, and of course it helps us to reach new people. And uh, yeah, for those of you who haven't connected on the Facebook group, Michiwichi Witchie uh, is I'm assuming on the Facebook group Positive Heads, and there's a lot of uh, lovely listeners mixing it up there, sharing, connecting, and that is a wonderful thing when we can find people, our tribe, right? And uh, we can we can connect with our tribe, and we can support one another on this journey, this, this wacky wild journey called life in 3d. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing to, uh, connect with others. And I think that's the biggest thing when people have uh, depression and things like that. It's like not connecting, isolating yourself, not spending time in nature. Uh, you know, so if you can take small steps to c- correct any of those times, c- things go spend time in nature, connect with you know uh, groups, connect with a positive heads Facebook group or something similar, right? And find find your tribe, find people to connect with, and it's going to help help support and lift you up on your journey, especially when you hit those those rocky points, which we all come across, uh, from time to time. Also speaking of if you guys, uh, haven't checked out the mind network, definitely do that. Uh, positive head is now happy to say, I'm happy to say a part of the mind network, which is just a collective of like-minded podcasts that are sort of, Pulling their their listeners together and, you know, supporting each other's shows and, and you know, an open source sort of collective. And uh, I am sure you guys will find some great uh, content there. Some of the other shows in the MindPod network, uh, some of those guys you're going to hear coming up uh, as guests in the coming weeks and months. I had Noah Lambert from Synchronicity Podcast recently, who uh, is sort of the mastermind putting the MindPod uh, network together. So, yeah, check that out if you haven't done so. All right. So what do we want to talk about today? Well, I came across a a great clip from one of my favorites, Alan Watts, and it inspired today's episode. And really what he's talking about here is really understanding now and the idea of now being, you know, all there is. Right. We've talked a lot about that. Uh, in the past but it's always good to sort of look at it from a new angle and i feel like he is shining a, a light on it from a new angle And not it interesting how sometimes you can hear something 50 times and it's that 51st time where it really clicks or someone says it slightly different and it's just like aha the light bulb goes on so i feel like there's some of that in this clip where he's saying it from a perspective um really the same way wayne dyer says it in this um in this quote he said the moment is all there is now all there is is now that's what God is too. God is only now. That's a pretty heavy thing to think about. If it's now, whatever's happening in the now, that's, that's God. Eckhart Tolle said, the only thing you ever have is now, of course. Rumi said, how can I know anything about the past or the future when the light of the beloved shines only now, right? We talk about the past. It influences so much about our present. Uh, our gift, the present, right? And uh, it influences so much unnecessarily where we take the the past and we carry all this baggage with us about what happened in our story and why it's bad and why I can't and what I've seen in the past that tells me why I can't do what I want in the future and here's the evidence and all these things. And we're carrying it. And there, meanwhile, there is no past. You can't show it to me. You can't prove it ever existed. It's a concept. It's a con. You know, it's a construct in your now, in your mind, which is where the real power lies. Every moment is another chance to turn it all around. And if we can really let go of that stuff in a good way, it's so empowering. And of course, same thing with not being lost in the future, projecting into the future. So much of that goes on where we're so concerned about uh, what's going to come next. Lao said, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. If you're at peace, you are living in the present. And that is such a powerful, powerful awareness and concept to bring into our everyday awareness, right? And yeah, so I just wanted to kind of paint the picture as much as possible for us to realize how much power is in the now. There's so much power in the now that it's where God lives. <laughs> and guess where you are? You're in the now right now. Right now? And now, and now. So we're always in the now, and this is where God resides. And so what does that say about you and God occupying the same place and time, right? So let's take a, ponder that for a moment as we take a moment to listen to this clip that I found Uh, actually on uh, the Conscious Evolution Facebook page created uh, this Alan Watts clip and there's a lot of visual uh, elements to it and and they put some some mood music and uh, sound effects that go with the the visual but it's pretty it's pretty minimalistic the uh, heart of the whole thing is really the message that Alan is sharing so I want to share that with you guys right now and then we'll take uh, we'll discuss it a little bit
1: when you come to see that you can do nothing, that the play of thought, of feeling, etc., just goes on by itself as a happening. Then you are in a state which we will call meditation. And slowly, without being pushed, your thoughts will come to silence. That is to say, all the verbal symbolic chatter going on in the skull. Don't try and get rid of it. Because that will again, produce the illusion that there's a controller. Just, it, it goes on, it goes on, it goes on, and finally it gets tired of itself and bored and stops. And so then there's a silence. And this is a deeper level of meditation. And in that silence, you suddenly begin to see the world as it is. And you don't see any past and you don't see any future. You don't see any difference between yourself and the rest of it. That's just an idea. You can't find any material body because material body is an idea. So is spiritual body, somebody's philosophical notions. The reality isn't material, that's an idea. Reality isn't spiritual, that's an idea reality is, so we find, if I've got to put it back into words, that we live in an eternal now. You've got all the time in the world, because you've got all the time there is, which is now. And uh, you are this universe. And you feel the strange feeling when, when, when ideas don't define the differences. You feel that other people's doings are your doings. And that makes it very difficult to blame other people. If you're not sophisticated theologically, you may, of course, run screaming in the streets and say that you're God. In a way, that's what happened to Jesus, because he wasn't sophisticated theologically. He only had Old Testament biblical theology behind him. If he'd had Hindu theology, he could have put it more subtly. But uh, it was only that rather primitive theology of the Old Testament. And that was the conception of God as a monarchical boss. And you can't go around and say, I'm the boss's son. If you're going to say, I'm God, you must allow it for everyone else too. But this was a heretical idea from the point of view of Hebrew theology. And so what they did with Jesus was they pedestalized him. That means kicked him upstairs so that he wouldn't be able to influence anyone else. And uh, only you may be God. And um, that stopped the gospel cold right at the beginning. It couldn't spread. Well, anyway, this is therefore to say, that the transformation of human consciousness through meditation is frustrated so long as we think of it in terms of something that I myself can bring about by some kind of wangle by some sort of gimmick because you see that leads to endless games of spiritual one-upmanship and of guru competitions of my guru is more effective than your guru my yoga's are faster than your yoga i'm more aware of myself than you are i'm humbler than you are i'm sorrier for my sins than you are i love you more than you love me it is interminable goings-on about which people fight and wonder whether they are a little bit more evolved than somebody else and so on all that can just fall away and then we get this strange feeling that we have never had, you see, in our lives, except occasionally by accident. Some people get a glimpse that we are no longer this poor little stranger and afraid in a world it never made. But that you are this universe, and you are creating it at every moment, because you see, it starts now. It didn't begin in the past. There was no past. <laughs> See, if the universe began in the past, when that happened, it was now. See, well, it's still now. And the universe is still beginning now, and it's trailing off like the wake of a ship from now. And the wake of the ship fades out, so does the past. You can look back there to explain things, but the explanation disappears. You'll never find it there. Things are not explained by the past. They're explained by what happens now. That creates the past, and it begins here. But in this way, you're you're faced with it, you're doing all this. And that's an extraordinary shock. So, cheer up. You can't blame anyone else for the kind of world you're in. And that helps a great deal. Because most of the good things we are trying to do are based on blaming somebody else and to improve them. Kindly let me help you or you'll drown, said the monkey putting the fish safely up a tree. therefore we would stop blaming others. It would be very difficult to go about a war with a straight face. And if you know, you see, that I, in the sense of the person, the front, the ego, it really doesn't exist, then it won't go to your head too badly if you wake up and discover that you're God.
0: So uh, j- just, you know, once again, this is really what inspired me to talk about this today. The play of thought goes on as a happening. You know, he paints it in such a great way. He, the way he ties it all together and sort of puts all the power in your, in your lap when, you know, the, the play goes on happening. When you observe the ver- verbal chatter and you stop trying to get rid of it it finally gets tired of itself. So, you know, once again, something else we've been talking a lot about when you meditate, just observe what's happening, quit trying a different, uh, newfangled idea or approach or gimmick to get into a meditative state or to achieve an, you know, anything. What if we just put all that down and just observe and ultimately silence happens and a deep meditation happens and you start to have all sorts of dots connecting at this point because you're, Viewing reality from a whole new perspective, you find material and spiritual body are both just ideas. And reality is what? It's actually an eternal now. And you've got all the time there is because there's always now. Uh, and once you, you know, once you really let that sink in, there's always going to just be now, even, you know, n- even when you leave this spot, bo- 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when you leave this body, you're going to be in a now, 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 now. So the same perception of now and existence that is you, that you have right now is not going to change. The scenery might change the, the uh, perspective on the, the story or what's, happening or reality may change and shift it'll broaden it's broadening as you've tuned into this broadcast as you've opened up uh your mind to spiritual concepts and and the ultimate nature of reality right it's it's expanded from maybe where it was a month ago or a year ago 10 years ago certainly for me it has it's always expanding so i'm changing but i'm always changing in this now and it there's going to be some radical changes like when you leave your physical body but you're going to be in another now another moment where your perception is is the focal point of all that is and that is so refreshing when you know you're going to never run out of nows to do something different to figure out something different and so you can just put down all the concern all the anxiety about uh you know the past or uh, the anxiousness of living in the future because it's never going to come quite as you imagine it anyway and you can just relax into uh this eternal now and one of the things he says that I love, he says, look, you're going to find you're no longer this poor little stranger and afraid in a world it you never made. You realize you are the universe and it starts now. Things are ex- always explained by now and begin here. You can't blame anyone else for the world you're in. It's all you're doing. And if you know that I and ego doesn't really exist then it won't go to your head as you understand that you're ultimately god <laughs> you know i thought it was really interesting i'd never heard the perspective on jesus and the theology of what he was coming from right uh he was coming from this um he was coming from this world where There was this boss, God was a boss, right? And so this theology that was sort of more primitive, you think of God on a throne with a big beard and, you know, much different than, say, the Hindu sort of idea of God being uh, multifaceted in all things. And, you know, Hindus, there's all these gods. They're all part of the same same source energy, right? And he's saying, "Hey, if Jesus has had different something to work with, the theology he's working from it might have been different, and he might not have been, you know, put to death the way he was." And I thought that was really interesting. It really puts Jesus in perspective as you know what he was—a man, a man who was tapping into the same realizations that we're talking about here on the show. He was saying, "You know, hey, I'm God. I'm one with it. I'm the Son. I'm I am a part. I'm an fractal of the source consciousness. I'm a chip off the block." And of course, applying that in the context of the theology from which he came from, you know, Judaism, it's, you know, obviously ruffled a lot of feathers, right? So I thought that was a really interesting point as well that he makes there. But as we start our week, uh, as we go into a holiday uh, coming up here with 4th of July tomorrow, as I record this, uh, you know, if you can just experience the now, fully relax, let all the anxiety go about what's been or what will be and just enjoy the moment and realizing that every moment is as divine as any other moment ever has been or will be. That's a big one. That's a really big, big, big piece to get in this. Each moment is is, is perfect. There's no reason to compare it to another moment. They're all divine. They all serve uh, the the story that God wants to tell, right? Why is God doing this? Why do we do this? Someone said to me the other day, what's the whole point of it all? And uh, I saw a great answer for that. God loves a good story. And each part of the story is necessary for the story to exist. And therefore, it's all equal. It's all divine. And your job becomes only to see the beauty in the divine, unique moment that is your now with that being said now i must move on we're out of imaginary time for this now but i'll be back because there's plenty more where this came from until next time i hope you all enjoy everything that you do everywhere that you are and uh of course bring love to the moment that heals any and all issues that ever may arise i do have a track to leave you with this is by random rab who i had the chance of a scene i've seen many times before and uh he's a really nice guy really great guy and makes amazing music he just put out a new album so i thought i would play one of the tracks that i got to see him uh, perform at five points gathering up in mount baldy this weekend it's called give me that hope by random rab hope you enjoy the